Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. Baby. Hello, Destiny Johnson. Hello, Lizzie Acker. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. I'm a little sweaty. Oh, yeah. I know. It's like warm outside. It's a little bit warm. Literally two weeks ago, we couldn't even meet because it was so cold. Yes. And there was ice on the ground. Nobody could leave their homes. And now we're like, it's feels like spring out there and we haven't made it to february yet. yeah it's definitely like a false spring which i didn't know was a real thing mm-hmm. but um normally when people here complain about the humidity i'm like no no no. Mm-hmm. i feel like the bane of humidity you know people right. out here complain about it and i'm like i was raised in it right. i was born in it because <laughs> i'm from florida where it's just humid all the time mm-hmm. so humid yesterday my hair started to curl wow Crimes. well uh, welcome to Why Though the Podcast, where yeah, we talk about the weather. Podcast, but, but I'm just <laughs> upset about it. We basically always talk about the weather. We sure do. If you live in Portland, I think Oregon, there are certain places in this world where weather is always a topic. Yeah. I lived in San Francisco for eight years, and the weather's basically the same all the time, mm-hmm. so it's not a topic. Mm-hmm. But in It's Oregon, a topic for the rest of the country, though. The San Francisco <laughs> weather? <laughs> yeah, like the California weather. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So but funny. here, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And we also talk about advice. We, we sure advice. do. This is why the podcast where we take Lizzie's critically acclaimed, in my opinion, advice column called Why Though and turn it into this very podcast that you're listening to. And if you think, wow, I would love some advice in my life, go to organlive.com slash why though, W-H-Y-T-H-O, read old columns, listen to old episodes of this very podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. And today we um, have a special guest in the studio. We sure do. A live audience. <laughs> a live audience, but she's not paying attention to us. So don't worry when we say inappropriate things later. Yeah, she Bluey cannot is, hear her. Is way more interesting. She, <laughs> she is four. She is my child. Yes. And she's in the corner. There's no school today. But she's, yeah, chilling. You may hear her giggling at, at Bluey, which I wish I were doing, to be yeah, honest. Honestly. I mean, this podcast is very yeah. fun, but I have other work to do after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. She's come to the office, which I. Yes. Um, I used to sometimes go to my parents. Well, not my mom. My mom delivered babies, so as a child, I yeah, did not go watch that. Lot, yeah. Um, or like the prenatal appointments. But uh, <laughs> I would go to my dad's office mm-hmm. and just like sit at his desk. What did he like, do? He was a botanist and he did like research, wow. but he would be like, I don't know, doing research stuff in the yeah, office right. or like crunching numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And we would just sit there and like staple things and. Um, yeah, so I thought that might be fun for Nona. Yeah, Turns I out I'm not the only one who thought that because then there's like two yes, other kids upstairs. I know. I saw a <laughs> child emerge and I thought for a second, oh, Nona. And I was like, mm, that's a different child. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also used to go um, to the office sometimes with my mom, which I loved to yeah. do just because that's it was fun. fun. Just like um, a special treat. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have a special treat for you, all uh-huh. listeners, um, in the form of some advice. Uh, we have a question here from a reader. Are you yes. ready? Do you have your advice hat on? Advice on. Here we go. Okay. This reader slash listener writes, Dear Lizzie, recently, kind of out of the blue, I'm a straight woman and I recently got a super inappropriate text from a man I am friendly with. Welcome to the club, sister. (laughs) Uh, We are both married and the subtext of the text was basically, are you interested in having sex with me? And it wasn't very subtexty, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) What should I do? And beyond that, can straight women and straight men even be friends? Or is that my mistake in the first place? Signed, creeped out men why i don't think i know a single woman who is interested in men who hasn't had an experience like this i mean i think we can go beyond that and say there's plenty of women who aren't interested in men who've had an experience like sure yeah 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 absolutely 
Um, I guess I just my queer heart hopes that if a, a woman was like, mm, I'm not into men, that men would leave it. But you know what? They don't. They, they sure don't, don't care. Yeah, they, they don't, don't. care. Not yeah. all men. Like uh, hashtag uh, not all men is a funny thing to all say. Sa- all sane people know that it's yeah, not all men. Right. Of like, course. But yes. Like I, I like men in general. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like male energy. Um, some men, though, really are not great. And I mean, I think as as far as this question, as far as the inappropriate text itself, I personally, you can, you can say, uh, no, thank you. Mm. You can just straight up block the number. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you do not have to respond. Someone doing what you want out of it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Someone saying something inappropriate to you is, does not. As women, I think we're like, oh, I have to fix this or I have to be polite or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. You don't have to. No, I'm not polite. Um, when somebody approaches me and is inappropriate or has crossed a boundary, whether they are, were aware of that boundary, which we could say the boundary is marriage. Right. Um, not all marriages are closed marriages and that's totally fine. But that's certain. This is not the way that you no, investigate that. No. I, I'm not polite. I my response to this person would be a little bit like this is extremely out of pocket and I'm letting you know that you cannot talk to me like this if you'd Mm -hmm. like to maintain a friendship if you'd like to maintain a friendship moving forward this is what it looks like if you text me like this again I will tell your wife and I will block your number (laughs) (laughs) one chance I love that uh for me I I mean I really really support that I 100% can't be like that to all men though for sure you do know this man though so it's like it's different you guys are friendly and he should know he should know and I think yeah I think like if it it really depends on like how friendly you are do you want to maintain a friendship with this person because you don't have to right I mean you don't have to be friends with everybody um you know it depends also like on the severity of the text if it was like a dick pick or something yeah. i just say block oh that's block. that is do yeah. not respond absolutely that i don't person even is think unhinged. you need to respond yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um there's some situations i don't know like see going to the second part of the question i do think that straight women can be friends with straight men <laughs> bluey is very funny again she can't hear me so just stop yeah, judging yeah. i mean you can judge me for the bluey but as we all know bluey's a top tier television show i've heard that yeah um i agree though i think men straight men and straight women can be friends and kind of should be friends yes like i don't i actually like love male energy i think that i get things from my male friends that i don't get from my female friends absolutely or just anybody you know like i don't want to just like exclude half the population because of their genitalia Mm. i'm not Mm -hmm. and also, I mean, I think or you gender and I, expression, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like we work in a, it, it's not only. I mean, we actually work in a place that is like fifty-fifty male-female. That's lucky. That's lucky. Mm-hmm. Most journalism is not like that. Correct. And um, like if I were gonna be like, I don't talk to men, then I wouldn't be able to talk to my coworkers. Yeah, you know what I mean. I couldn't, and I I care about being friends with my coworkers mm-hmm. because you know spend generally so much time at work we spend so much time at work yeah. and we actually in this job unlike a lot of jobs i think that this is a place and a job that there's a lot of people that we have shared values and shared interests mm-hmm. and um trauma bonding if nothing else yeah trauma <laughs> bonding really <laughs> else. so i think you should be able to be friends with men yeah i need to go open some crackers one moment um and like I also want my husband to be friends with women. I think it would be yeah. kind of 
weird if like I didn't didn't believe that he could I would be I I find that concerning it is I I always find that I because especially when I was like younger so Mm -hmm. in my early 20s um, a lot of my friends who dated men were very disinterested in them having other female friends Mm -hmm. because the trope is that your guys your partner's best Mm -hmm. girlfriend best friend of the opposite sex Mm -hmm. is just waiting in the wings for you but I'm never no. I can assure you, other ladies, yeah. are not waiting in the wings. No, no. And not everybody is. Yeah. And so I think we we do. Pop culture sort of perpetuates this like toxic idea mm-hmm. that that men and women can only be around each other if they want to smash. Right. And I just find that devaluing to both parties. I, I agree. And, you know, like what is the point of your twenties if not to mess things up? And I, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like I feel like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is a very funny episode of Louie. Apparently I love it. she's losing it. Um, I, I feel like I had, you know, one benefit of being older when you get married, I got married when I was 35. Mm-hmm. I met my husband when I was 32. So maybe I got married when That's I was great, 36. Yeah. Maybe no, I was 35. I think anyway, um, I made a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. or, and I was in a lot of relationships or maybe not even a lot. I was in two <laughs> relationships, um, where I fully did not trust the other person at all on any level. And in those relationships, um, I mean, one of them, I didn't trust the other person because he was legitimately in a relationship with someone else. So that <laughs> like, yeah. it wasn't like a long term. It was just like this off on and off again thing where I would, messing around with a guy who was in a relationship and then it would stop and whatever and i think that experience especially taught me like (laughs) like what's the point Mm. honestly like what's the point of um cheating on somebody or having sex with somebody outside of your relationship if that's not like within the parameters of your relationship right because sex really doesn't last very long and like if you're unhappy in your marriage Mm -hmm. to the person you text in um, you need to deal with that as right. an adult. If you have an open marriage and this was a misunderstanding, right. you need to consider your approach when trying to swing. Like if you have an open marriage, that's what Tinder's for. You know what I mean? Correct. If you have an open marriage, like you are not, you should not, you still shouldn't be coming on to your friends. Trying to bone your friends is like shooting fish in a barrel. It's lazy. Yeah. And also like if you, weird. even if your friend isn't in a relationship, you like, I don't think texting your friend basically to be like you DTF or whatever. Um, not cool. I, that's not how friends communicate with each other. Yeah. I don't know how old either of these people no. are. Obviously it doesn't they're say, married. but they're both married, right? Let's so say they're, they're in their thirties. Sure. <laughs> they're 20, late twenties or thirties, forties sure. even, I guess. Yeah. But like, my point is, is like, you're an adult and like, I would not call myself particularly socially gifted. You mm. know if somebody's into you or not. Right. The clues are there. And mm. if you're not getting any clues, it is some ego stuff to just assume yeah. that without any clues, without, you know, I mean, any of the stuff, trying to hang out outside, right. of, you know, that hanging out step frequently one. alone, texting frequently alone, texting suggestive thing. I mean, there's like, there are steps to this progression. Right. But just to get a text like this out of the blue, Mm-mm. I understand why the writer would be creeped out. Yeah, but it's I, creepy. It's but creepy I hope either. that it doesn't dissuade them from wanting to be friends with men. Agree. Not all men are this way, but it is, 
yeah inappropriate when they are it is you should tell them and if I you want yeah I, I mean you can and you can also block them or you can just yeah, ignore it absolutely um i think i was talking to another friend about this i've been talking about this question mm-hmm. for a couple mm-hmm. days it's a juicy one yeah, yeah and um we are both moms and we're friends we met because our kids go to school together oh, nice. and we she was like well i feel like it's different though if it was like a dad at school i mean bad definitely bad but like um in terms of it, it's there's this strange dynamic when mm. you meet people through your kids like i have all these male friends that i met through work or through college yeah. or through high school but i don't have male friends that i'm like i mean i am very friendly with the casualness the, the of the encounter definitely matters yeah. like how close friends you right are or maybe. yeah i don't know I, I it's still something i'm kind of thinking about like why am i friends with the moms and not the dads it would be mm. awkward to be like, hey, give me your digits to the dad if you met at school. Maybe it's because I don't know those people as well. So I don't know if they would know that my intention is just to be friends. Yeah, there's that. And then there's also the worry that just the way that our social structure exists, mm-hmm. that other women might be upset by that. Totally. I mean, like mm-hmm. I anecdotally, I have run into that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it exists in a realm of internalized misogyny. Totally. But not everybody has dealt with that. And mm-hmm. like, let's not pretend that we're all perfect you know what I mean like we're not and um everybody is prone to like jealousy and like Mm -hmm. you know a little weirdness and Mm -hmm. I don't know it It does seem very heteronormative like in that one in this context where it's like like my husband is friends with dads Mm -hmm. I'm friends with moms like why is that queer people bang their friends right that's (laughs) so (laughs) I don't really and there are queer people who are parents at the school yeah um so I was trying to think about like how does that is that would I feel differently about being friends with I the would. dads if they're two dads? I would. I'd I know feel, that I like, personally would. I'd be would. totally chill with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, because I. I think also like approaching gay strange men or, straight men is a lot for me. Right. Um, but approaching a queer man who's in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, I don't feel. It's a very welcoming. Well, it's, I mean, that's like such a generalization that I'm going to make, but it's a generalization yeah. that like I have lots of male part friends of the queer who are community. gay. I feel safer. Okay. Just yeah. Personally. And I, and I, it's like, I've always been like, this is great. Yeah. I get to be friends with a dude. No pressure. And there's no, not even the tiniest hint mm-hmm. of anything that like is sexual. Mm-hmm. And I, as a person who loves men <laughs> you know I'm yeah. like, i get to be friends with a man without ever having this worry yeah absolutely which is comforting perfect because even i mean i sometimes have to bring the hammer down on mm-hmm. some of my close friends mm-hmm. who say inappropriate things to me yeah and it's not because they're trying to get with me it's just no. because it might be their brand of humor i don't right. find it funny yeah you know so like uh as a woman i can only speak as a as a het, uh, a cis woman mm-hmm. um <laughs> not a het woman a cis woman um <laughs> in the world it is hard to traverse traverse the world and mm-hmm. not have comments like that oh, yeah. to you um and it can make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. and f- kind of feel like something you have to live with but mm-hmm. when you are around um queer men another mm-hmm. um marginalized group of people mm-hmm. i think they understand in a different way because of that marginalization right. yeah and they're just not trying to have sex with you that too um and some you- of them might be though <laughs> maybe um true depends yeah um but but anyway i think you should and can have friends that are opposite gender and like i was saying before you know the thing about this relationship that i'm in now to my husband (laughs) is that i trust him so much must be such a relief well it's just like i just and and i also know myself like i there's just 
what would be the point? Even if you did want to have sex with someone, sex is over so quickly. And then what? You feel guilty and horrible for the rest of your life? What a waste of time, honestly. Not all people have the same moral compass as you. Not all people (laughs) feel terrible and guilty. I guess that's true. And the the thing is that I know about my husband, and he knows about me, is that we would both feel so guilty. Yeah, right. And I I mean, there you go, aligning major principles, which is, (laughs) you know, probably good for a marriage. I'm not married, but I I had to guess. I don't know. It works for us. Um, Anyway, and he's great. And if anyone's wondering, yes, I am married. Yeah, she is married. She has an adorable little kid who's laughing at Bluey right now. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, the answer is be friends yeah, with him, but not this one. Maybe not Maybe not this one. Yeah. Unless you feel like the friendship is so worth it that you could say, don't be like this to me, and yeah. they would listen. Because it, I have had friends, yeah. long-lasting friendships, that okay. I've been like, you can't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, okay. And then they did it. And then they didn't. Okay, great. I mean, that's the mark of a good person. Not yeah. all people are good people. No, it's true. People are allowed to make mistakes, but... Yeah, when somebody tells you who they are, just listen. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> so okay, we're pro being friends with straight men. Yeah, in here we the are not ones. totally anti-straight men, and they're out there, no matter what you've heard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever rumor you heard about me <laughs> probably started by my own mother. It's not true. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that was a good was one. Good. Thanks so much for writing. Yes. If you would like to get a hold of us to write your very own question to um lizzie acker you can do that by finding yes. her on social media yeah emailing email me at l-a-c-k-e-r at oregonian.com it's like slacker with no s mm-hmm. and um you know what i think in the next couple of weeks i am going to set up an anonymous email address oh, perfect. so it'll be even more anonymous i mean your questions to me i never breathe a word of who sent it to me even to destiny it's true i never know but um, I'm going to set it up so you can be even anonymous to me if you'd like, because I want some juicy questions. The yeah, juicier, this the was a good one. Yeah. I, I loved this because I think, like I said, I think most women have an experience like this. Absolutely. Where a friend, I mean, I'm not married, but if where a friend comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, I didn't know this thought, energy was here. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a different idea about this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So send us all your juicy questions, even if they're about other people. Like, right. let us into the drama. We're Absolutely. interested. Absolutely. So we'll let you know when we do set up that email, and you guys mm-hmm. can email away. I'll put it on my list today. Yeah. Well, switching gears a little bit. Switching gears. Um, do you have a smash or pass? Oh, wait. Do, yeah. Smash or pass. Smash or pass. Smash or pass. Smash or pass. Smash or pass is a little segment that we do on this podcast where we talk about things that we love, aka things we would smash, and things we don't like really here for yeah things we would pass on mm-hmm. um I, I do okay do you? yeah i do would you like to go first sure i'll okay. start with my smash yeah um uh i i don't like football but i do just love the ridiculosity which is not a word of the storyline of taylor swift falling in love with this massive football star mm-hmm. who just now is going to the super bowl yeah like it's it's funny to me that it's 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 like you you wouldn't even believe this in a pop movie. It's but so funny to me because I was just thinking today she has that song that's like London Boy. Which one? I don't know. It's like I don't know. There's like an inter- part of it, and she's yeah. like, "But God, I love the English." She says she used to date an English guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking to myself, "Are you gonna rewrite that?" Yeah. Travis Kelsey. You I should. hope so. Anyway, yeah, I just love the the. I mean, we are living in so many ways in these ridiculous timelines where awful things are happening all the time. And yet at the same time, you know, you can be like, this is a fake PR relationship. You cannot fake getting to the Super Bowl. However, you cannot fake being the biggest pop star in the world. Sure, She's at the top of her. I mean, maybe not the top. 
the top currently the highest but she could keep going higher mm. and he is too and right. they just seem so sweet together and i truly think football is bad for america yeah. but man i I, I think it's a it's a sweet storyline and i love it yeah no i really like it too you couldn't pay me to be interested in football mm. unless talk about taylor swift and i know that this is perpetuating a stereotype that a lot of football people you are mad what? about and football I is bad care, so yeah. it doesn't matter um i basically have to well, the last few years I haven't, but I used to have to watch the Super Bowl for work. Oh. And like write about it. Yeah, we, I did we the don't do that as much. Year. Yeah, yeah. I, I was right about the halftime show, rank them, whatever. And I was like, oh, you know what? I wouldn't mind watching the Super Bowl if, if Taylor Swift might be there. Yeah. But man, what if she was the halftime guest? Could you imagine? That would have been too much. I would honestly. lose it. Um, She's too good for it, to be fair. Yeah, that's kind of true. So what's your smash? Um. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my household got another dog. Oh. I have a dog. His name is Watson. Um, I rescued him from a humane society mm-hmm. in Jacksonville, Florida, about five, six years ago. Um, so he's like eight and a half. Um, he's a husky mix. I mm-hmm. love him. You can mm-hmm. see him on my Instagram if you'd like. And um, my roommate and I uh, put in for these two sibling dogs. They're Chugs, Chihuahua mm-hmm. Pugs. <laughs> and um, Chugs. Th- their names are Peanut Butter and Jelly. Mm-hmm. And um, I got contacted contact back about seeing peanut butter but she did not get contacted about seeing jelly because somebody else had gotten their application okay. first which is fine so we went and we met peanut butter she's lovely she's adorable mm-hmm. my dog doesn't love having another dog in the house he's not mean to her but he's he's more like a cat anyway mm-hmm. he loves to be by himself um he'll come to you when he wants affection or wants to hang out with you but otherwise he'll go lay in a different room. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been that way. He's from a shelter. So he's yeah. got some, I don't know, he's seen the war. But <laughs> um, so we did, we picked up peanut butter. She's tiny. She's so cute. She's nine <laughs> months old. So sweet. Pretty Little docile. Um, yeah, just a, a ball of fun. And, and we're hoping to hear back about Jelly. Ew. And we'll adopt them both. And then I called them the Chug Chain Gang. And they're gonna, I know that they're going to pick on my dog, Watson. But I love fun. that. Yeah. Very cute. So check out your local humane society or whatever if you're looking for a little friend um i work yeah. from home this is the only day and i'm really in the office mm-hmm. um i work from home mostly i do go out and like do stories but my roommate is also can be home so they have a good little somebody's always home life she so. was saying like i wish i she was thinking about bringing him or peanut her, yeah. her her into the office today and i was like that would have been so cute it was i like, know she would bring your puppy bring your kid kids, yeah, yeah. would have just been a total riot yeah but somebody's there watching because obviously yeah. you don't want to leave two stranger dogs alone mm-hmm. you don't know how they'll act so somebody is there watching them right now and awesome. so yeah but she's so cute and we're pleased and so my roommate adopted her my roommate has not had a dog of her own before this is her mm-hmm. first adult dog so very exciting stuff wow yeah um okay i just thought of a smash or a pass i mean i've been thinking about this i finished this book i read it quickly over the weekend and um i actually you know like try not to be like to say too many negative things about books because i you know i like have i used to sometimes publicly say negative things about books and then get in trouble like people (laughs) mad about it but this i don't think it matters um because I read a book this weekend by my f- one of my favorite authors, Maggie O'Farrell. I'm sure I've talked That's about right, her yes, here. Yeah. She wrote Hamnet. She wrote um, The Marriage Portrait. And I I read the whole thing. It was a good, like, it was an easy, good read. I kind of hated the what book. What was it called? It was called um, This Must Be the Place. Okay. And have you I've ever seen that? Yeah. I've have you ever read before. a book? So it's, it's the fifth. I counted fifth Maggie O'Farrell book I've, I've read. And it was the first time. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but have you ever read a book by someone that you really like? And then you like 
did I misread all these books? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I didn't. Absolutely. But this book was like potentially anti-abortion. Like it was really, there was like the, thematically it was really about having children and having families and there were all these people having kids in different ways and but one of the central things that happened was a woman got an abortion that the man didn't want her to get and then at the very last minute before she goes under which is not a thing correct um at least it wasn't a thing when i got an abortion and i've never Unless heard someone like getting generally late yeah stage like you there's a You're dead bo- there's a dead body inside <laughs> of your body right yeah. Yeah. So then like at the last minute before she goes under anesthesia, she's like, I don't want to do it. And then they give her the abortion anyway. And it like ruins everybody's life. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like that's first of all, like not an accurate representation of an early abortion, which is what she would have been having in the story. And even in the eighties, I know people who had abortions in the Mm eighties. So, um, I, I really doubt that that's accurate. And I was just like kind of shaken. Like, Oh, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, people can have all kinds of different opinions and mm-hmm. I fully agree, but it was just kind of like, huh? Yeah. Did I miss this in her? Uh, was this subtextual and yeah. other things? Because I love her writing and it was epically readable. But in the end, I was like, mm. I, I fundamentally disagree with some of the perspective here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, anyway, just curious. I, anyway, have you read that book? Yeah. Has anyone else read that book? Email me at L-A-C-K-E-R at Oregonian.com because I would love to discuss. Yeah, please do. This must be the place is what it's called. I've, I've seen that sitting mm-hmm. like sitting around on, on bookshelves. Yeah. Um, my pass for this week mm-hmm. is going to be, well, it was going to be the weather, but then we talked about no, it. So sorry. I was like, well, I don't know if I can <laughs> really do that. Um, I think it's going to have to be in line with the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, this is the other take. I'm not a fan of football. I think the fanaticism around football is silly. I think how much people get paid to, I'm not saying, listen, when I say this, <laughs> somebody wants to jump in and be like, but the athleticism, you don't even understand. Mm. You're correct. Yeah. I don't want to run around in a football field. I never did. It is ridiculous to pay people millions and millions of dollars to essentially watch what is. Sorry. Okay, one sec. Oh, you're getting a call. It's incredibly dangerous. So we dangerous. pay these people millions of dollars to basically operate a modern-day coliseum. Mm-hmm. We just watch these dudes absolutely body one another as they chase a ball around mm-hmm. in tight pants. It's weird. If you try to explain football to an alien, like an alien that came down from right. outer space, wild. What the a weird The rules thing. don't even make sense. It's absurd. I, I hate it. I'm a football hater. So I read an article today by one of our sports people Tim mm-hmm. Brown, mm-hmm. and um about the prices of oh my the super bowl tickets i couldn't but i had just no concept i knew that it was prohibitively expensive mm-hmm. um but i thought like prohibitively expensive maybe like coachella or something right, like, right i right. had no real concept of what it could be because i don't keep track of these things and i don't care um the cheapest seats mm-hmm. um according to this tim brown story almost eight thousand dollars so what you're telling me is it's cheaper to go to the era's tour Sounds like than it. to go to the super bowl yeah 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 barely <laughs> actually it, it might be close to seven thousand dollars but anyways but it's still, like sixty eight hundred dollars like and you it's could like get a double for like yeah what it was last year the cheapest seats so i uh, maybe Wild. the teams are better i don't know why it would be so expensive travis kelsey and but taylor swift maybe maybe that's the attraction but it's just like why there's Why? nothing good about football, to be honest, except for Travis Kelsey at this point. <laughs> um, I mean, there was a recently a story in the New York Times about 
high school kids with CTE. Yeah, these are not. We did these tons are of stories like that NFL in, players in Florida because There's the kids were really competitive to try and get to get to UF. Right, and yeah. this it it gives children brain damage. It gives adults brain damage too. But Absolutely. some of the people, a lot of the people, okay. Youth sports, many, many people play youth sports. Mm-hmm. High school sports, many people play high mm-hmm. school sports. Then more people, less people play college and much, much less yeah, people, like many fewer player play in professional sports leagues. Um, but all of those people are bashing their skulls together from like age five. So it's bad. I feel pretty confident saying it's bad. Don't let your kids play football. The mm-hmm. end. Maybe not. Maybe pick a different sport. Yeah. Anyways, I'm happy for happy for true love sports. Sure. Yeah, I, good for you guys, and I'm glad uh, you live well and whatever. You know what? But if you like, like if you God. like football, we've got plenty of podcasts. Go to the Oregonian.com. Sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Our sports team <laughs> is absolutely on it. Yeah, we cover this is it not from, the sports from high school to college to mm-hmm. the NFL. You, we got it all, and you can find that mm-hmm. on the Oregonian's website. Not here. Not here. I mean, I'm a bit of a jock myself. I could, you know, like I like to ride my bike. I like to yeah, jog active, around. Active, yeah. Yes. Uh, I like to I'm swim, not. like to do yoga. I love to ski if I can get up there. Football is not good. And I, you know, you can get a head injury from skiing and I know you can get a head injury from soccer, but I played soccer, but, um, football is a whole different level. Yeah. So it's like entering the ocean, knowing you could get bit by a shark and then entering like a pool with only sharks. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that was like, a really good metaphor. It's like... <laughs> Uh, it's was it a metaphor? different Sim- it's like yeah yeah okay. so anyways that's my Analogy. past the expensiveness of the super bowl because i don't understand if yeah. i see anybody Wild. in my personal life who is going to the super bowl i'm gonna ask some really personal questions about their personal <laughs> finance <laughs> right. because they are in a tax bracket <laughs> that i could not have comprehended like i know we're getting a kicker this year but not that good no no not that good because you're also gonna have to go where is in las vegas i think i don't know where it is okay. but yeah you're gonna have to go somewhere and you accommodate yourself yeah in a place where I'm sure the hotels are already full. are not cheap to get there. Yeah. Insanity. Anyways. Anyways. Well, um, that was. That was that. that. An hour? About. Probably. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Yeah. Every week we come here and we talk about things and we would love to have you. Yeah. You can watch us on the Oregonians YouTube channel as well. Destiny has little paper crane earrings today it's oh my true. gosh they're so cute she has you the best them. earring game. they're from the japanese garden here in oh, portland which is lovely japanese if you haven't garden. been i uh i'm not good at wearing earrings so i have to look at destinies in awe i have many it's true a collection yeah. but thank you so much for joining yeah. us we really appreciate it we will be back next week for more advice and if you're missing us in that amount of time go to organlive.com slash why though and you can read tons of lizzie's old advice columns advice still holds yeah, yeah. and uh send me an email L-A-C-K-E-R at Oregonian.com with your questions, your thoughts, um, your angry comments. You know, I take it all. It's in the description below and I'll make sure it's on the screen if you're watching us. So thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Listening to Why Though the Podcast. Subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to leave us a five-star review. If you're looking for more Why Though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com slash pod support.